is me, Layla Cheek, and thank you for joining me on our very first Bible study together. Um, I will be teaching out of, you know, studying, I guess, the Bible with you from the Word Go um, Bible Study Fellowship app, and it's going to be the Kingdom series on there. It was on my um, invite if anyone um, got that, and we are going to be looking at a short uh, three-week study in Matthew and the parables in Matthew 13 in particular today. Um, just a quick start um, or a brief introduction introduction of myself before we get started. Um, my name is Layla Cheek and I've been in the Bible Study International, Bible Study Fellowship International um, Bible Study for a good 14 years and I've been a leader of that for the last five and it's been such a dear part of my life and such a dear part of my own growth in God's Word and my own growth in my walk um, spiritually and um, just um, understanding the scriptures that um, I really enjoy being a leader and helping other um, women of all ages um, love God's Word and um, studying it with them, you know, every week and praying for these women and helping um, come alongside them and discipling them. Um, but I feel like God's calling me to do this online Bible study now with you all and I'm not quite sure um, what that is supposed to look like or the details of it so this is just kind of going to be our first um, our first run of it and it might be a little messy not no very um, polished yet but you know as God uh, directs me and guides me and as we refine it I'm sure um, we'll, we'll get better <laughs> as we go so bear with me and I apologize ahead of time if you know it's not exactly um the best quality or you know real polish but it's just a raw um real uh bible study that we are going to do together for those that um want to join me so why don't we go ahead and start in prayer father god thank you so much for your word for your bible and for your kingdom truth lord thank you for being our teacher then and being our teacher now for giving us the holy spirit that illuminates our mind and helps us to understand your your parables and your word and your truths and these hidden riches that you have for us lord uh, prepare our hearts and prepare our minds and our, and our ears give us ears to hear and in our hearts lord let it be good but fertile tender soil that your word just penetrates god and guide us and show us what what you have for us today lord you're a good teacher and Show us what you have in store. Let our hearts be softened to receive. And may we be um, guided by, by the Holy Spirit and, and his promptings. Let it change us, Lord, from the inside out. And um, may we just be that, that light that you called us to be back then and now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, well, our first question, if you're with me. It says, scan this week's chapter, focusing on um, Matthew 13, 9 through 11. What knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven do believers in Jesus see and hear? And I'll go ahead and read um, 13, 9 through 11. It says, anyone who has ears should listen. Then the disciples came up and asked him, Why do you speak to them in parables? 
He answered them, Because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but it has not been given to them. And so that's our passage we're working with today, these two verses here. And um, just to backtrack a little bit, if you're not familiar with where we're at in Jesus' um, ministry, he's, he just left the house and he came to teach by the sea because there are large, large crowds following him. And he got into a boat and sat down and started teaching um, the crowds from there. And, you know, it was just such an amazing thing to see how, you know, Jesus didn't necessarily teach always in, in the synagogues or always in the temples. You know, he taught as he was going. He taught, you know, wherever he could find, whoever was willing to listen, wherever the crowds were, they all wanted to hear and they were following him in mass numbers. He didn't necessarily, you know, stick right to the synagogues and right to the temples. So, you know, that was um, the custom of the day. So he was kind of just teaching um, as he was going. And many of these people were um, farmers and fishers, you know, and did some of these um, contests that he uses in his parables to try and relate to them or try and teach these kingdom truths in a way that would be relatable to their everyday work and their everyday um livelihood and things that they would be familiar with and so you know we're a good teacher to apply it in ways that they can understand and and he does that you know even for us today um so at this point he told them that you know anyone that has ears should listen and then he goes on to um answer his disciples questions they asked him, you know, why do you speak to them in parables? And the disciples obviously, you know, had Jesus explain further what these parables meant later on. But he was wondering, why, you know, are you speaking to, to these crowds in parables? Don't you want them to know your kingdom truth? Don't you want them to know plainly? Don't you want them to, like, understand why are you speaking in parables to them? And many of us probably have that same question, you know, for Jesus today. And He tells them, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but has not been given for them, given to them. And essentially, what he's saying is, you know, he wants us to seek these things. He wants us to know these things. He wants us to have a heart for these things. These are God's, you know, precious um, kingdom treasures. And he wants us to probe further for them. He wants us to dig deeper for them, to really ask him what they mean, to really search for what they mean, to meditate them, to ask him, you know, later in private with the disciples that, hey, what does these mean? Or maybe go um, study scripture a little further and see what, what does Jesus mean by these? Or, you know, ask um, a preacher, a Bible study leader, you know, dig deeper. What do these treasures mean? What, are, what is he talking about here? He wants us to have this heart that seeks. He wants us to have ears that hear and listen, but, you know, many times our hearts are often hardened to the truth and hardened to want to learn and hardened to want to hear and hardened to even care about these kingdom truths. And he kind of, um, um, teaches in a way to either hide that from these people that don't really care, don't really want to hear, or just following him because of, you know, the miracles or the free, you know, food he was handing out or, you know, just because it was a crowd 
favor and crowd thing to do or you know that weren't there for the real reasons he wanted to protect them and in a way you know hide these precious pearls of god's kingdom um from getting trampled on or from getting um scoffed at or um misused and and those that really did have a heart to want to hear and those that really did have a heart to want to know you know the teach a wise man and he'll be wiser still he you know made made it so that they could understand he made it so that you know if they probed further they would know and that's a way to kind of guard in a way as well because once you're confronted with um the gospel or once you're confronted with making a choice to accept christ or once you're confronted with some of these kind of truth you know like you have this um this responsibility to either receive it accept it or reject it and you know there's harsher judgment once you've been confronted with that and you reject it and so kind of protecting them in a way too from more guilt and more judgment by concealing some of these truths because if they were confronted right away with um the straight um knowledge of what this meant that was just more um judgment they're kind of heaping on themselves by flat out rejecting it or by um not accepting it or by um scoffing at it you know they'd be uh, liable to more judgment in that case so god protected them in that sense too by concealing it from those who really didn't have a harder um minor you know desire to want to know or to hear and those that did obviously he would um make them understand eventually and so um what our question uh number two then is what do these verses reveal about jesus his earthly ministry and entering into his heavenly kingdom and I think, you know, that kind of tells us that um, Jesus, you know, didn't mind um, teaching to whoever, you know, wanted to hear, whoever was um, ready to receive and whoever um, wanted to know, you know, he was gladly ready to give them more and um, ready to... Um, have him dig deeper into these kingdom treasures and these kingdom truths but um he also didn't want anyone to um uh take it lightly or to scoff at it or to um trample these precious pearls that um were kingdom treasures you know and um his earthly ministry you know definitely catered to whoever came came to follow him and me i think like i mentioned earlier you know it wasn't necessarily just in the synagogue you know he taught in the public in the open there's so many people that are following him you know he can probably contain it in one small area but he was ready to share it with anyone that that came there and um i think um also it just kind of shows that um if you have a a heart wanting to know and a heart wanting to learn a heart that truly and honestly is seeking to know who Jesus is to know who Christ is God will lead you um, in those ways he loves to answer those prayers you know if you pray you know like God show me you know the truth and show me like who you are and help me to know you you know I think God 
lead you to certain resources, people, tools, um, passages of scripture, certain ways to um, uh, guide you in the right direction. Like he doesn't want to um, keep his will hidden. He doesn't want to keep himself hidden from you. He wants all people to be saved. He wants all people to know, you know, what his will is. I think, you know, we just have to have the right heart and a heart that um, seeks that and and he knows the intentions of our heart. Um, and that was our question for uh, day one. I don't want to go past those couple of sentences. Um, but if we go back to day two. Let's see here. Verses 1 to 2 to public scenes we experience or hear about today. Why do crowds gather to hear a speaker and what results are various participants hoping to gain? And if I go back and read verse 1 and 2, it says, On that day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down while the whole crowd stood on the shore. And, um, why did crowds gather to hear a speaker and what results are various participants hoping to gain? And I think, you know, a lot of times people are looking for a way to maybe handle the troubles of this life, handle the world, um, how to deal with difficulties, how to better themselves, maybe how to um, get wiser, how to get um, some kind of, you know, betterment or gain some kind of knowledge or, you know, maybe it was entertaining, maybe he you know, did a lot of miracles and people were in awe of those or maybe, you know, they're hungry and they heard he was handing out, you know, free bread and fish and a lot of people did follow just for the free meal so uh you know there's a lot of reasons why people might follow people he might have been you know we heard before he was a good uh, good moral teacher right <laughs> a lot of people know of jesus maybe um as a good moral teacher and that's the main reason why many of these crowds would follow him but um is that the right true response to that obviously not I think um, sometimes we see um, extraordinary things or we hear extraordinary things and you know we um, don't know what to attribute them to or we don't want to give God credit for some of the miracles that he does or we don't want to receive what he has to offer and I think that was the case here too like many people were um him and wanted to know what he said but obviously he did um, speak to them in parables so only the ones that truly did have a heart to want to know would, would um, fully understand 
a Jesus' character capture your attention? Which one do you wish more people understood about him today? I think, you know, I don't want to be like, this is just um, my thoughts, but I just love how Jesus did teach in parables. I love how he used real life examples and practical applications for them to understand. Yet, you know, the kingdom truths were hidden in a way, yet revealed in a way to um, either draw your curiosity to want to know more or to shield you from that truth. So, I think, like, he was um, a wise teacher in that sense where, you know, he didn't just... um, throw these kingdom truths out to get trampled on but I find that in my own life too you know when we share gospel with people we want to talk about you know God's word with people we gotta have discernment because I know sometimes we want to just share it with everyone or have these conversations spiritual conversations with everyone but you know we gotta have discernment and be wise because sometimes we can get into a lot of um, petty arguments especially online nowadays and all the platforms available online that scoffers can easily just join in on and they might trample on God's word and trample on God's kingdom riches and these um, kingdom truths and scoff at it and mock it and just you know downplay it or think it's silly or craziness or you know so many different ways people make fun of God's word and um, the Bible and you know Jesus and everything he um, taught and and um and so it's kind of like, okay, do we share these with you if you're going to openly uh, reject it or openly make fun of it or openly trample these pearls and openly um, scoff at it and think it's uh, nonsense or just think like, you know, it's um, silly to believe in, you know, a God that um, we can't see or silly to believe that, you know, Jesus was any different or more special than any other person or like Jesus wasn't really you know the son of God so we don't want to maybe um have people um angered over this or you know um I guess the gospel does divide it's not you that should um anger anyone but God's word the gospel you know um divides sometimes and it's offensive sometimes, and people are offended by the gospel sometimes. Not by you, they shouldn't be, but by the, by the message and by um, these truths, because I think it really tackles your heart, and sometimes it wrestles with your heart and gets you to um, uh, really wrestle with um, some of your your um, sin. And so I think um, God's word is is offensive, and Jesus, you know offended many times with the word of God with with these truths and so just make sure it's a message and not necessarily you because you don't want to offend anyone but you know scoffers will come and you know that's promised and just have discernment on who we share this with and when to back out of these conversations and be like okay your heart your ground your fertile your soil isn't ready yet it's not prepared yet and you know, it's, um, this you see that's been scattered isn't gonna penetrate it, and so just know like how far to go and 
who to share these with. Sometimes it's very important. And, um, and um, I think we see that with Jesus, even in his teaching. So that's uh, kind of what I um, admire the most about his character and his own teaching. And um, what I wish people uh, would understand about him today. pick up here again tomorrow with day three and four um I feel like I've been kind of rambling on a lot so I want to kind of um go back and listen to this and see if I can adjust a little bit better for tomorrow um thank you for bearing with me and thank you for all those that um did tune in and want to do this Bible study with me um I feel weird that it's just kind of like my answers and not everyone else's but Again, just the nature and the sensitivity of it being um, an online um, Bible study and, and open. I don't want to, you know, pressure anyone um, in privacy issues. So uh, I feel like God has called me to do this online Bible study. And I'm just um, trying to navigate all that and figure out what that looks like. And I wanted to get started on it just to, you know, by faith take the first step into that. So... Um, this, this is what we have um, so far so thank you for joining me and thank you for um, uh, wanting to hear God's word and for having a heart prepared to hear it and for um, being in awe of it, in it, um, of it with me and if you would um, just join me in prayer as I close this out <clears throat> Father thank you so much once again for this um, gathering and for your word and for your truth and just for anyone that did um, have ears to hear today and a heart um, eager to seek these um, things of yours, Lord. And while I don't know how eloquent my speech is or how, um, you know, eloquent my uh, presentation of your word is, but I know yours, your word itself is flawless, Lord. And um, you know, we're just to um, share it and you do the work from there. So um, may it be honoring to you. May it glorify you, Lord. May you draw those near to you um, through this uh, ministry and through this um, Bible study. And use it how you will, Lord. We know your word does not return void. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, ladies. And um, we'll see you soon. Good night.